Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Wicked Green Energy with your host, Roxanne Pappas. Roxanne is fighting to bring our troops home from the Middle East and reduce our country's dependence on fossil fuels. As an associate with Viridian Energy, she can provide domestic sources of solar, wind, and water right now to your home or business. On this show, she and her guests explore other cutting-edge ways we can reduce our carbon footprint and preserve vital resources across the globe. Here is your host, Roxanne Pappas. Good evening, everyone. This is your wicked green energy lady. Um, It's the eve of the big election, the worst election ever, and we're all sick and tired of hearing about it, and unfortunately, I don't think it's going to be over tomorrow. Um, I'm expecting a full, whole country recount. And all the, the newscasters are going to be talking to the experts who are no experts at all, analyzing every every uh, single detail, detail ad nauseum. So I suggest everybody turn the TVs off and um, don't listen to it. Well, one of the things I was thinking about is with all the name-calling and the mudslinging, um, I think it's probably difficult for anybody to hang their hat on any particular candidate because you know you're getting all mired in this this, this business here, and you don't know where and either any of them really stand on various issues. So I thought I'd pick one issue, which obviously would be the environment, and uh, let you know what these um, what the four candidates are um, are espousing now. After looking at everything, this is a case of from the sublime to the ridiculous, it, really seriously. But let's um, let's see what they have to say. And I'm going to start out with Gary Johnson, the Libertarian. Um, it, it, I sometimes I, I wonder about people, but he he says he says that the. Um, the climate change is he's looking at the long-term view of climate change. So back in 2011, he said publicly that in billions of years, the sun is going to actually grow and encompass the earth. So global warming is in our future. That was pretty clever. He does, however, acknowledge that, the, that humans are making the world warmer, but he doesn't think the government should do anything about it. He wants to build new coal-fired plants because the trillions of dollars that it would cost to combat climate change would be better spent on other priorities. Um, uh, During his 2012 campaign, he called for cutting federal uh, 
the federal funding for uh, the EPA by 43%. Um, for most of this 2016 campaign, He's, made, he's maintained his opposition to government efforts to deal with global warming, but he's flip-flopped considerably over the past even one year. Um, in fact, in July, he had no plan to combat climate change. At that point, he argued that the coal's industry uh, the coal's industry's recent struggles were a result of free market forces, such as cheap natural gas. In August, he announced he was open to the idea of the federal government imposing a revenue-neutral tax on carbon emissions. Shortly thereafter, on CNBC, he called the carbon tax a very libertarian proposal under which the market will take care of climate change. Now, after that interview, libertarians and conservatives alike were screaming up and down the, uh, uh, the wherever. Um, so, so Gary Johnson decided to change his mind. And at a New Hampshire rally, he, um, that after he considered the carbon tax, he determined that it's a great theory, but he doesn't think it can work. And, um, you know, he's, he's okay with that. And, of course, everybody, there was a lot of applause. On the following day, uh, in an interview with a libertarian magazine, Reason, he declared himself a skeptic when it comes to the idea that the government policy can address climate issues and that a carbon tax sounds good in theory, but it wouldn't work in practice. Now, one of the other things that he has said uh, back in 2011 um, this was on uh, ABC's This Week. He said that he thinks we humans should move to another planet. And we've got to inhabit it, inhabit other planets because, well, since the, the, the sun is going to engulf the earth, we won't have any place to live. So um, that's, that's, his, um, that, that's his explanation. So let's move on. Jill Stein from the Green Party. I really like what she has to say, in theory. Obviously, as the um, uh, as the Green candidate, she's going to expose things that I believe in, or a lot of us believe in. Now, her platform is that we would that an emergency Green New Deal would be enacted to turn the tide on climate change, to revive the, com the economy, and make wars for oil obsolete. Now, those of you who are history buffs or uh, uh, learned about FDR and uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt and, the, and World War II, his uh, his proposal after the war was called the New Deal, and that's what uh, Jill Stein wants to propose, so, which means she wants to initiate a World War, World war II scale national mobilization to halt climate change. Okay, I'll leave that alone for a moment. 
Uh, she wants to implement, uh, implement a just transition that empowers communities and workers most impacted by climate change and the tradition, transition to a green economy. Um, she wants to enact what she calls an energy democracy based on public community and worker ownership of our energy system. Uh, treat, treat energy as a human right. Uh, redirects research funds from fossil fuels into renewable energy and conservation. Uh, end destructive energy extraction, such as fracking, tar sands, offshore drill drilling, and the like. Protect our public lands, water supplies. Um, support a strong and forcible global climate tre treaty. Label GMOs and put a moratorium on GMOs and pesticides and then, until they're proven safe. Support organic and regener regenerative agriculture. Uh, protect the rights of future generation. Invest in clean air, water, uh, etc. I um, um, she she also I, I'm not I didn't go into the the rest of her platform, which actually it doesn't sound too bad. My issue, however, with um, Ms. Dine is how do you do that? She's talking about a Green New Deal, as I mentioned on the line of FDR's New Deal after the war. Calling for massive mobilization of our com communities for, um, for the environment, I don't know that, I don't even think it's going to work. War is one thing. And yes, back in the 40s, all Americans were behind one thing. They were behind the president. They, um, they got along with one another, all the parties, uh, and they had one focus, and that was to win the war. I don't think people are going to look at saving or the climate change or saving the environment in the same fashion. It would be nice, but we've already seen um, we've been like Pearl Harbor we were attacked in New York in 9-11 and yes we started a war but it was very, very or not we didn't start the war we um, uh, we re reciprocated it's very very different uh, life is different people are different and with the, and the, with the politicians all um, uh, yelling at each other, and with, especially with the special interest groups out there, I don't see it happening. Great, it's a great platform, and I wish we could do it, but I don't. Th as I said, I don't think I see it happening. Okay, let's look at our buddy Trump. Um, his is. I, I have real problems with Trump, not not just with this, but he seems to mouth off and say things that aren't true or that he hasn't checked. Um, and, and so so be it like for the uh, for the environment. So what he wants to do, day one, as he says. Now keep that in mind because no one, not any president can do anything on day one and other than the fact that the congress we have a we have a uh, um, we have checks and balances in our constitution and the way the congress is fighting nothing's going to get through with him even for, even for him so anyway he wants to roll back 
a rule, which is called the Waters of the United States Rule. That rule protects the drinking water of millions of Americans. He wants to undo Obama's moratorium on new coal leases on federal lands. He wants to conduct a top-down review of all anti-coal regulations. He wants to cancel the historic Paris Climate Agreement. He's going to renege on the U.S.'s commitments under the Paris Agreement. He's going to get rid of the EPA. Um, regulations on greenhouse gas emissions would be eliminated. The Keystone XL pipeline would be approved. He's going to bring back the coal, the coal industry. Now, it, it, just keep these in mind because I'll, I'll go over some of the things later on as to what he can and cannot do. Um, in terms of coal, he, again, he's talking. He, he's talking without even thinking. He can't bring back the coal industry. He's telling people what they want to hear. He, I don't know that he believes that he can deliver, but coal, is, uh, uh, coal mines are shuddering, and he cannot bring back the coal industry. It's just not there any longer. Um, okay, and let's see. So the other thing, too, is his, his rant and rave on, um, on climate change and um, the environment in reality, it's not promoted or, or um, bolstered by the public, who the majority of the public wants to do something about climate change, or the Congress, for that matter. The only, um, uh, the only one that's, that uh, would want you to, 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 to believe Trump, obviously, the, coal, the um, oil industries and such. Okay. Now, if this, is, this is an interesting um, um, quote from the climate scientists. Climate scientists, and we know that it's, it's climate change is there, it's real, that Trump has demonstrated incredible ignorance, quote-unquote, and he constitutes an existential threat to this planet. But that's what ignorance does. Okay. Um, we also have to look at the fact that um, as, a, as tr Trump is a denier, um, he, it's going to be a dangerous policy. Of people he is, he's appointing to or he's pro projecting to appoint to, to run agencies like the EPA um, and the Department of the, in of the Interior are those who also want to roll back the reg regulations. Um, the thing is that climate action, any measurable climate action is to be made. It's not going to, it's not going to happen when, if Trump becomes president because he's just going to drop the ball. And, and the, the, the uh, outcome of that is going to be sea level rise, ocean acidification, precipitation patterns that are changing. And all those, as I've talked about before, are incredibly dangerous to us as a people here in the United States. Now, talking about the people that he's going to potentially appoint is Myron Ebel. Um, he's, his, he's going to be the new head of the EPA. 
the EPA transition, I should take, say. Um, Mr. Ebel has called global warming a total and very expensive hoax propagated by the Chinese. He says that he's not a believer in man-made global warming. I'm trying to figure out how, how man did the global warming, except for the fact that if we're using carbon emissions, yes, we did that. So that tells me he doesn't really understand that either. Um, he's saying that this little bit of warming that we've experienced here, it's, it's oh no, now he's saying it's not the result of human activity. Or it's, it's, say this again, Roxanne. The little bit of warming that's occurring in the earth is nothing to worry about. Now, this I love. Another quote. I'm not a climate scientist. I'm just giving you the informed layman's perspective. Excuse me? He's informed? By, by what standard is he informed? Anyway, so, okay. But his, his informed layman's, layman's perspective is, is uh, better than a scientist. Okie dokie. Uh, Trump is going to, looks like he's going to appoint an oil executive as Secretary of the Interior, and we know what, the, what, what that will happen. We'll have the, those special interest groups um, all over us. And what else? He's... Um, One of the things, I, what I want to do is uh, talk about the the facts or the uh, supposed facts that Trump has given out and whether they're true or not. Um, some of them are just nonsensical. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say that. I'm trying not to be non um, to be apolitical here. But the first one he says is the miners, the coal miners, are out of work, and they're attacking energy companies. They want everything to be wind and solar, or the the the, the climate change climate changers want uh, want to have everything to be wind and solar. But he says it's not working on a large scale. Well, that's totally false. Solar is very very expensive. That's false. Wind is very very expensive. That's false too. And and wind on, and and wind only works when it's windy. Really? Seriously? False. I love this. He says that someone might need a little electricity a lot of times during the opposite season. When they have it, that's when you don't need it. So that way, that's why wind is very problematic. That's false. Um, Climate change uh, advocates are destroying our energy companies with regulation. No, that's not true. Um, and, <laughs> and he says, when you look at all these windmills, half of them are broken. Not true. He says that they're rusting and rotting. And when you go into Palm Springs, California, it looks like a poor man's version of Disneyland. No, I don't think so. Uh, and it ki- they kill, the windmills kill all the birds. There are thousands of birds lying on the ground in California, and they've killed eagles. 
and they and the windmills killed them by the thousands or by the hundreds, or however many we have eagles. No, I don't think so, Donnie. That's false too. Um, so this is what I said initially. Whatever the candidates are saying, they're not fact-checking what they're saying, and this is the most important thing that we have to look at and, and determine whether it's for the environment or something else. Um, okay, so let's move on to um, uh, to Clinton. Now, Clinton, after the debates where they barely said anything at all about the um, uh, about the environment, she had a um, um, a speech in Miami following that to address climate change. Um, Clinton understands the consequences of climate change. And she spoke of a number of different things, uh, adapt, adaptation projects across the country, like things that, like uh, what New York is doing to, uh, to plant native oyster beds to help protect against storm surge, or porous pavement in Philadelphia to help, to help deal with the freaking downpours. Her, um, her, her platform is that she proposes a strategic energy fund that would raise $50 billion over 10 years, and that's by taxing the excess profits of oil companies and cutting their tax breaks. Um, oh, I didn't mention... Um, Clean coal, clean coal. Both of them, Trump and uh, oh no, all of them except Jill Stein, are talking about clean coal. There is no such thing as clean coal. They're investigating technologies, but there is no such thing as clean coal. Period. End of story. Read my lips or listen to my lips. Okay. So now next, she's cutting. She's um, calling for cutting U.S. carbon dioxide emissions 80% below the 1990 levels by 2015. She's emphasizing emphasizing the creation of green-collar jobs, um, wants to cut the consumption of foreign oil by two-thirds of the projected levels by 2030. Um, she supports raising fleet-wide fuel economy standards to 40 miles per gallon by 2020 and 55 miles per gallon by 2030. She's advocating a gas tax holiday to ease consumer prices at the pump. Um, and then she, she does support coal to liquid fuels if they, admit if they emit 20% less, less carbon over their life cycle than conventional fuels. However, having said that, in her speech and in her platform, she's omitted the, some of the more controversial subjects, like pipeline permits. Um, and she also c continues to accept campaign co contributions from fossil fuel interests. Some of those interests have been represented by companies such as um, BP, ExxonMobil, Canadian public pipeline firm, Enbridge. She has promoted fracking abroad while she was Secretary of State. And as I said, she doesn't say much of anything about uh, Keystone. So I guess she's learning. She hasn't learned it all yet. She does uh, support Obama, uh, Obama's power plant rules and the, power, and the um, Paris Agreement. She's connecting, this is, this is interesting, she's connecting climate change to women's rights. Um, 
as you know, she's a, a, a strong supporter of women. Um, in 2010, she took the lead in launching the Global Alliance for Clean Cook Stoves, which is a public-private partnership led by the UN, to deploy 100 million clean cook stoves in the developing world by 2020, because not only are they not clean, they're emitting dangerous fumes, and it's the and it's um, it leads to the CO2 emissions and the deforestations in the poorer parts of the country, in the world, rather. Clinton has assembled a team of a nearly 100 informed advisors to help go through this process of a transition and um, 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 and try to uh, try to ca catch hold of this of the climate change and, and forge the policies forward. Um, one of the things that uh, that I wanted to mention really quickly. If anyone thinks that a president, once they're elected, can make any major changes right out of the gate, they're wrong. That's why I listen to platforms uh, with a with with um, with a grain of salt. Nobody can do anything. As I said before, we've got checks and balances, and we've got the Congress, and you can't do anything like that quickly. Having said that. Um, if we look back at, uh, at Trump and, um, and and do what he says he's going to do, there are some legal issues here. Um, he can't reverse the bulk of Obama's environmental re regulations because uh, those regulations are final and in effect. And a new president would have to start the rulemaking process all over again. That takes a lot of time. So the so the some of the um, uh, rules that have that are under Obama Obama administration as the coal ash disposal rule and the, the methane regulations um, and the ozone pollution. He's not going to be Trump will not be able to do anything with those. Now, as I mentioned, that holds true only for existing final rules, not proposed rules. So a few crucial climate regulations that are on the table there, he could get rid of. Uh, but inaction also takes care of a lot of that and, and would, would create a lot of problems. As far as the Paris agreements are concerned, there's a um, – when they were – when the Paris Agreement was developed – they all agreed that anyone who was in that agreement would need to be in there for three years before they even could think about leaving it. So once again, Trump can't do that. He doesn't. He he's not checking his facts before he talks to us. And and this is what's happening with uh, with any candidate. Check your facts. Um, and, and uh, unfortunately, the media isn't doing um, isn't doing that either. Um, so, having there we are. Um, that's what I think of um, of our candidates. Or I shouldn't say that. I guess this is where they stand. So, I'm hoping that if if this helps in any way to make a decision, look at it from the environmental aspect of um, of their campaign. What it will do for us, for our future generations, our planet. Um, we certainly want to avoid any devastation. 
Um, we still want to have uh, food in the, uh, in the ocean for us to eat. Um, we don't want the glaciers to melt away and flood everything. So maybe you can take that, um, that with you as you go, to go vote. All righty. That's it for me for this evening, and I will see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Wicked Green Energy. You may get in touch with Roxanne through her Facebook page, Living It Up Green, or her email, rpapas7 at gmail.com. That's r-p-a-p-p-a-s-7 at gmail.com. Join her every Monday night from 6 to 6.30 Eastern Time right here on the Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod Radio Network. Thanks for listening and have a great week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>